All right, guys, what's up? Welcome back to your most simplest fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. This is Keep It Simple. All right. Now, I've been in this industry for more than 15 years now, and I'm going to tell you this right now. The majority of my clients, I would say 98% of the clients that I train are all frustrated quitters or clueless beginners. Okay. And within those two categories of people, the biggest thing that they have in common is basically all of you guys have let yourself go and had a hard time starting back up once you let yourself go. This happens all the time. You are not alone. And in this episode, I talk about ways to kind of basically start back your journey because let's face it, there's never going to be Oh, maybe a day in your week, but there's never going to be a full week, a month, shit, even a year where things are going to go your way, especially when you have kids. Okay. And at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, the thing that I'm trying to promote here is how to become master jugglers. Now I am not at all a master juggler, but I'll tell you right now, I'm trying to become one for those of you who don't know, or just logging into this episode right now. I'm a father. I work at Costco. I'm also a passionate personal trainer. I'm a husband. Uh, I'm a podcaster. That's already five things. And one out of these five things being father is literally the most time consuming and physically consuming and taxing and mentally taxing thing that you could possibly do to yourself. I have every reason not to better myself. I have every reason to basically forget about myself, but I can't, I refuse to. And I finally found that beautiful mix where I could juggle my, my health and fitness along with all these other five things that I just listed about in my day-to-day life. It's easier said than done. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. The reason why I'm saying this is because to make you fucking people understand that I'm just like each and every single one of you, even though just because I'm a personal trainer doesn't mean fitness is my number one priority. Absolutely not. I got all these other priorities in my life before fitness, but the reason why I show up every day for myself is because if I don't, I am not being a better person every single day. Now, don't get me wrong. There are days where I just fucking sit around and do nothing, which comes very rarely now that I'm a father. Right. And now that my wife is pregnant, we're going to have a second one. Chances are very high. That's probably not going to happen as much anymore. But anyways, all this to say is I talk about four ways to start back your journey. And let me tell you right now, it is absolutely not what you think it's going to be. Oh, you're just going to beast mode. And you know, uh, what did you do today to fuck all that noise? Fuck all that noise. It's not at all that. So I invite you all to drop your, drop your assumptions and take a listen to this because the things I say about uh, in this episode relate to my personal experience when I was going through the deepest, darkest point of my life, which was post retirement of my track and field dream. For those who don't know, I was a, uh, 
potential Olympian for track and field. I tried to make it twice and I retired in 2016. And that's when my life started spiraling all over the place. I didn't do crack cocaine or I didn't suck dick for money or anything like that. Don't, don't worry, that was kind of vulgar. That was kind of a big jump there, but I didn't do any of that crazy shit. But it was a very dark moment for me. And um, with a lot of help, um, a little bit of therapy, and no, therapy is not in the, the tips, but I got through it. And I shed light on this topic through my experience, and you're going to hear it all in this episode. Also, before I finish off, um, for those of you who don't know who just signed into this, this episode, welcome to Keep It Simple. But for those of you who have been following me since the beginning, um, ladies and gentlemen, I am leaving Costco. I've been working at Costco for 14 years now, and we are now in October. And I told you I'm going to be leaving. I'm dedicating a year to do this. We're in October. The new year is upon us. And um, I don't want you to think that this is where I'm going to promote my my New Year's resolution plan. No, fuck all that noise. But honestly, um, one of the things I'm going to be starting off with is a... And I've been putting this into works and I'm inviting you all to sign up to this. It's a 12 week foundation program. What the hell is that? To put in simpler terms, I talk about it in great detail in this episode. It's basically for all you frustrated quitters and clueless beginners who have no idea how to either start up your fitness journey for like the 10th time or how to basically start this for your first time. This is the, it starts with your foundation and I set you off on a beautiful path, very simple path, very easy path to follow. So easy that all you do is commit to two hours a week. One hour is where I'm physically training you through three, no more than three exercises. That's it once a week. And the second one, which a lot of my participants have really enjoyed is basically you write down all your fitness questions and concerns, whether it's nutrition, workouts, supplements, whatever it is that you want more information on or you, you're confused about. And I debunk all that shit. I answer all that shit to basically simplify your life a lot more. Okay. And I go into great detail uh, of uh, about this in this episode. And I back this up with some of the stories of my participants who have been participating. This is now our 11th week. So um, we got one more week left. By the time you hear this, it's going to be one more week left. So um, slots are opened. I'm now taking 10 more applicants for the next 12-week foundation program. So if you're interested, please email me at keepitsimplejustin at gmail.com or DM me at justin.blackburn on Instagram or Facebook Messenger me, Justin Blackburn. Or if you have my number, contact me. Just fucking contact me. I need you to write your email and your full name. I'm going to email you a, uh, uh, I think it's like five instructions for you to follow to set you guys up. All right. Now, that's all I have to say. Please, a couple things before I uh, sign off. If you could support me, I need you to share this on your social media platforms as much as you can. Tag me so I can repost it. That's number one. Number two, please leave a five-star rating and leave a comment on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on. The more times you do it, the more apparent it shows up on the search bar. Number three, please send this to a loved one. I know a lot of you guys know a lot of people who are going through funks, especially nowadays. 
uh, nowadays this is where everyone tends to stop or they've given up and they're going to wait till the new year. Send this to them. And most importantly, guys, please don't forget to keep it simple. Thank you so much and enjoy. All right. So here's what you have to understand. Okay. Unless um, you never, this never, uh, unless you never realized this, um, shit happens, guys. Okay. We have kids, we get a new job, we lose our job. Whatever the reason is, um, shit will always happen. Okay. We can't be perfect all the time. And that includes always taking care of our health. Okay. It's hard to stay motivated when life keeps throwing more issues that require your immediate attention. Okay. Having said that, as much as we may feel behind in our fitness journey, we can always get ourselves going again, especially when it comes to your fitness journey. Okay. So how can we get back into shape after letting ourselves go? Okay. First thing I always ask myself, okay, is um, what can I see myself do? Okay. So whether it's getting healthier, stronger, richer, whatever goal it may be, there are habits that need to leave ASAP and there are new habits that need to be incorporated in order for this to work. Okay. So with that being said, the biggest question I ask myself, because yes, sometimes I fall off the wagon. I'm, I'm human, just like each and every single one of you. And what I ask my clients is, can you see yourself doing this in six months from now? Okay. And if you can't, then simplify the habit even more. You may even have to simplify it so much it comes off as fucking, it's, it's like borderline a joke, okay? Maybe you originally planned to go to the gym every day at the beginning of the year, which a lot of you guys do, but then you realize it's way too much and every with everything going in your life, so you end up giving up. Trust me when I say this because I the majority of my clients are individuals like you. You put, you go pedal to the metal and then you don't think that you could achieve your goals by basically cutting it down a bit. So you guys just give up, but I need you guys to ask yourself, what would it be like if you were to go to the gym three times, twice, even once. Okay. Now this may sound and feel ridiculous to only go to the gym once a week, but it isn't if you think about it long-term. Okay. Going once a week, and these are specific, this is specifically for those who really think that this won't work. Okay. And this episode is specifically for those who can't get, who feel like it's like it, it's, they can't get back into it. Okay. Going once a week for the next six months is way better than going five times a week for four weeks and then two times the following four weeks and then eventually stopping. Okay. Simply looking at your goals through long-term lenses molds these goals into more realistic ones, which leads us to getting bigger psychological wins, which studies and some of the world's best psychologists, performance psychologists say is the most effective way to produce long-term permanent consistency. And both situations can lead to that same net outcome. It just, the other one, the longest one, feels more of a win because you will have hit your goal every single time, which is showing up once a fucking week. Okay. 
And I have a great example for you. And this is my 12 week foundation program. Okay. Um, we are now 10 weeks in, there's two weeks left uh, to, this, uh, to this program. And basically what it consists of is, it's two sessions a week. Now, one of the sessions is every Sunday where I call it a workshop Sunday, where people come into my gym and I train them for one hour, but I walk them through three compound exercises. And when I mean walk through, okay, they barely break a sweat. Yes, they get a workout in, don't get me wrong, but this isn't your typical douchebag trainer who promises weight loss and promises you a good sweat. No, no, no. These, this foundation program is designed for you frustrated quitters and you clueless beginners who feel like, you know, you can't do it or you tried it and you gave up because there's no other solution, right? So I walk these people through three exercises, no more. Compound movements. Some of them get a little bit of a sweat. Some of them don't. Anyways, we're now 10 weeks in. Okay. Each and every single one of these individuals. All right. And I'm not joking with you. I have, I did not touch their eating habits. Except I assessed, I assessed, I assessed their eating behaviors. But all of them still eat their Nutella. They're all women who have children. So they're mothers who have jobs, take care of their kids, their loving wives or bachelorettes, whatever. They all live pretty stressful lives. Why? Because they got pretty young kids. And for those mothers who were listening to this, having children in general is pretty fucking stressful, yet alone trying to take care of yourself, right? But they dedicated one hour, okay, in the gym with me and another hour throughout the week same day, same time, same thing for the, the workouts. So this other hour is where they have their fitness and health questions and concerns written down in their notes. And we address them. I address them all together in a group setting. And I basically simplify their life with by answering these. Um, some of them are incredibly ridiculous questions, but this is what they were taught through social media and through everybody else. And I debunk everything. So not only are they getting stronger, but they're getting wiser. Okay. Now take a guess what happened. A lot of you guys may think that they lost so much weight. Okay. Here's the thing. No, they didn't lose so much weight. And I'll be very honest with you, none of them lost a shit ton of weight because I didn't want them to change their eating habits. And it's not like they eat like shit. But these are everyday, typical, average day women, just like you listeners, who eat emotionally sometimes, who will have stressful jobs, yet alone raising kids. We got priorities, man. We, have all, we all have our lives to live. And I'm not training you to go to the Olympics. Now, mind you, if you have a really bad problem with something, like in terms of like a... Uh, a specific food, and you need to set boundaries for that. I could absolutely help you with that. But the participants that were in this course, that signed up for this course, they were just your typical average 
women who basically gave up on themselves and put themselves on the back burner as soon as they had kids. And so they have a little bit of weight to lose, of course, and they have back pain. Some of them have shoulder pain and they just feel like fucking shit. And so what happened after 10 weeks, all of them have lost a little bit of weight. Okay. They are eating much more on average, about 300 calories more a day. Why? Because some of them have noticed that they have finally, they're getting so hungry in the morning that they're finally eating breakfast. And the majority of us barely eat anything in the morning. So that average is about a hundred to anywhere from like 80 to 250 calories. And some of them are even incorporating a whole ass meal. Some of them go throughout the work throughout the day without eating lunch. So all of them have either included breakfast or lunch in their, in their day and supper. They always have supper with their families. Okay. And all I told them to do is eat whatever you want, as long as it's natural whole sourced and it's not processed foods and they respected it. And so hear me out. They all lost a little bit of weight. They got much stronger in the gym 10 weeks in. Remember, we're only doing three exercises a day, uh, every Sunday. Some of them are repetitive exercises. I'm not showing you guys fancy schmancy moves here, like the donkey kickback. I'm talking like compound movements, like squats, different variations of squats, deadlifts, rows, presses, you name it. Like muscle building exercises. They all lost a little bit of weight. They're eating more and they have never felt better. Never felt better. And I, this may sound biased because I, it's it like, it's the founder of the program. It's the trainer. It's the, the, you know, the podcast host, I get it, but um, they've never felt better. And some of them actually a specific individual, she is a mortgage specialist with a pretty stressful job and she gets her suits tailor-made. Okay. And it, to, she, her suits, her father-in-law, who's the, the, I forget the name, but the person who basically makes the suits has noticed that her waist stayed the same, but her glutes got literally, he had to add two inches more of fabric into the, in, into the material to basically support her glutes. Her glutes are getting bigger. Her legs are getting bigger. And she's blow, she's freaking the fuck out. The biggest thing that they all have in common is they can't believe how just doing once a fucking week, okay, has given them so much benefit to, so much positivity to their lives. And I, this is just from aesthetics now. I have another woman, I don't know what she does for her job, but she has two kids and they all play hockey. So for those who are listening right now, especially moms or dads, hockey's in full swing right now. Hockey practice every single day, which I find blows my mind. But anyways, and for her, she had shoulder problems and bad back problems to the point where she would her quality of sleep has been affected tremendously. And I didn't change anything with my program except my, uh, so along with the weights, we do resistance bands training. And for her, she's, she, 
I had them all buy resistance bands to work out to work out at home. And she has incorporated that in her in her day-to-day training. And she told me a couple things. Her sleep has never been better. She it 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 she's been blown away. Like she take she used to take melatonin and she used to basically drug herself to fucking sleep to get her to knock out. And then when she wakes up, she has zero back pain. Okay. And her shoulder pain has gone down tremendously where she is, she catches herself doing stuff overhead. Like she's grabbing stuff overhead, which apparently before she wasn't able to do properly without, without feeling pain. And number three, which is pretty cool. She hasn't lost any weight. Okay. This one hasn't lost any weight, but her pants have felt looser and her colleagues at work want to know who her trainer is because she looks like she shredded weight off when in the end all we did was work on her posture and posture exercises are not that hard to do grab a fucking barbell put it behind your back grab the barbell and squat it forces your shoulder blades to squeeze together and really stretch backwards okay which is a contrary what we all do we do everything in front of us so these are some of the results that have been happening the last 10 weeks. Okay. And all this to say, we worked out one hour a week. That is it. That is all. I did not even fix their diet on my son's head. On my son's life. I didn't do shit to their diet. I don't even call it a diet. So stay tuned for the testimonials because that's the one thing I ask for my participants is to just say how you felt and say what has happened throughout the this, these 12 weeks of the 12-week foundation program. Now, if you guys are interested in this 12-week foundation program, I'm going to be very honest with you. I'm taking out my phone. We have two weeks left till this one is done. So one, two. As of November 19th, Sunday, November 19th, ladies and gentlemen, I am opening up a brand new 12-week cycle. Okay, so this will be the 19th till the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Till the 11th of February. Okay, yes, and I know there's going to be holidays there involved. Now, we're going to skip those holidays, of course, but still consists of, that's still within the 12-week period. If you guys are interested in participating in this, I am now taking double the participants I took before. So before I took five, now I'm taking 10 participants to participate in this 12 week foundation course. Now, the people who are in this course, I am not taking the experienced lifters here. I don't give a crap about you guys. I am taking those who have no fucking idea what to do or Slash and I'm taking those who started their workout journey and got so overwhelmed, got so burnt out that they gave up and they have no idea what to do. So that is the definition of a clueless beginner and a frustrated quitter. If these are one of you, if these two categories fit you, I want you to contact me either through my Instagram, justin.blackburn with two N's 
or email me at keepitsimplejustin at gmail.com, all one word, or contact me if you guys know my personal phone number, contact me through my personal phone number or my Facebook, and just send me your email and your name. And I'm going to set you guys up and I'll give you the directions to follow it. And the cost of this is going to be extremely, extremely, extremely affordable. Please do not worry about that. But understand if it you may think it doesn't fit your budget or whatever, understand that after these 12 weeks, you won't fucking need me ever again. Literally ever again. And I know this may sound controversial because I'm a trainer and I need business, all that stuff. You won't need me or anybody else ever again. I'm literally going to set you up with the foundation and the tools that you need to basically go and achieve the, uh, the, the dream body that you want. Okay. So let me know if you guys want, if you guys are in, please. Cause I already have six who, um, showed their interest. And so that means I got four more spots left. Okay. So please, please, please don't be shy to fucking hit me up. This is going to be not only the cheapest decision you've ever made, but the smartest one as well. Okay. So that's the first tip I got. Ask yourself, can you see yourself doing this in six months from now? All right. Second one is to start off easy. There is no need to max out on the first week or even on the fourth week at the gym or whatever workout you're doing. Ease your way back into lifting weights so you can get your muscles and central nervous system familiar with working out again. There's no need to risk getting an injury out of the gates. Okay. This can be as simple as parking your car. Further away from everywhere you go, believe it or not, your body feels better once you start moving a little more. And for some, the gym can be way too big of a step, which is totally normal. That's why I always recommend to increase your steps way before you even think about picking up your weights. Why? Because we do that every single day. And a majority of us barely fucking move. So before you start doing, before you start adding more stress into your life, which is finding out a day and a time to go to the gym and do stuff that you're not really familiar with, do something that you are familiar with and do more of that, which is fucking walk, bro. Okay. Once you already, once you feel ready to either hit the gym or dust off those weights in the corner of your basement, pick one exercise and get really good at that one exercise. I have an episode on the podcast called um, just get the ball rolling where I talk about the cognitive benefits of simply focusing on one task and mastering that one task to just get the ball rolling. And I back this up with a client of mine um, who I basically use this client's story and this client's mindset to kind of relate and give you guys some pretty good examples and relatable examples of how basically mastering one thing at a time could create small little wins every day which will motivate you and inspire you to add more stuff once you start mastering the stuff, the thing that you did before. And a great example of this is I, I hate to go back to, I don't want to sound like I'm selling my, my program here, but it's as simple as that. This 12 week foundation program, we master this workout that we do on Sundays. It's nothing hard. It may look intimidating because you've never done these exercises, but I smack on these weights on you guys and I walk you through each and every single exercise as slow as possible. 
and as detailed, but as simple as possible. And each and every single one of these individuals from the, from my program all walked out, not only knowing what to do, but I'll be very honest with you. Three out of the five women who are in this program ended up finally putting their workout, their, their, their gym membership to use because after the program, after we run through the, the workout of the day, I post in the group chat and they all know the exercise because they just ran through it and they feel confident enough to use, to, to do this in their gym uh, at their respected gym, which we all know we have a gym membership, but we never use now they're using it. And I teach them, you know, how to use a squat rack, how to kind of quote unquote, reserve the squat rack, how to, you know, make sure no one uses it when you want to go get your drink of water, all that stuff. I make like, they're literally hashtag gym rats now. And so it just starts off like that. They master these each and every Sunday. They master that one day, that one hour. They make sure they master everything that hour. And they take it to the next, next Sunday. And then the next Sunday, and eventually like, you know, yo, I just realized I have three days of workout programs and they did it. And they have, in, they've created tremendous success in their lives with that. Okay. Now, uh, the third tip is follow a resistance training program. Now, focusing on strength training will help improve your muscle mass and increase your metabolism, which is the two things that a lot of you people neglect. Why? Because we always go for the quick, easy route, which is cardio. Now, I need to, I can't stress this enough, ladies and gentlemen. I have nothing against cardio. I know my episodes back in the day are very like anti-cardio. It's just, you have to understand cardio is extremely effective and cardio is extremely important. We all need to improve our cardiovascular strength. We all need to improve our lung capacity and all that stuff. But when we do too much cardio, we are paring down our muscle. And a great example of this is look at the long distance runners and look at the sprinters and look at the diff the, the, the physical difference of, of them, Right. Sprinters require a lot more ATP cells, which is, you know, the cells in our muscles. And it requires a lot more of that. It's basically like the strength training of cardio sprinting versus cardio versus long distance running now, but Justin, I lose all this weight when I, when I do cardio. So here's what happens. Okay. And I'm going to try and simplify this as much as I can. Okay. Let me just get. Straighten up. I'm literally sitting on a on a hacky sack, whatever the hell you a sandbag. Okay. In all my experience training people, okay. The biggest, the biggest group of people that come to see me are those who are overweight. Obviously, I never get anybody who is in incredible shape uh, uh, unless they're athletes. But that's different. Who need help? Okay. And I'll be very honest with you. The majority of these people who are overweight, when I track their calories, they literally eat enough calories to fill up a chihuahua. Okay. So let me, let me let, let that sink in. So basically they're under eating. They're literally under eating. Okay. Now, why aren't they losing weight if they're eating like a fucking small animal? Cause your metabolism has adjusted to your lifestyle. 
you have to understand something. Our bodies, including our metabolism, okay? If we don't focus on building muscle, which is the majority of you guys, all right? And our bodies do two things. We, ad we, we adapt to whatever stress that is put on us, okay? And we recover from the stress that we put on ourselves, Okay, it's our bodies know nothing else but to try and survive. Okay, now from a caloric standpoint, now, okay, the difference between cardio and strength training cardio burns a lot of calories by itself, face value. That's hands down, that's for sure. You go on your, 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 your Apple Watch, you click running or whatever the fuck. I don't have one, but a lot of people do that and they post it on their, their Instagram, like a oh, big workout, whatever. And you end up burning like 700 calories after a hit workout or after your, your run or whatever. And great. Congratulations. Awesome. Now, every time I track their calories, they are averaging no more than 1800, 1600 calories for women and 2000 calories for men. Now, here's the thing. Long term. So let's fast forward. So let's say you start your, 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 your workout journey now and you go for a run. And at first you're only able to do a mile kilometer, whatever. And you burn like 500 calories, 600 calories, 700. Let's just say a whopping 700 calories. That's a pretty good run. And then you get faster and you're able to, you're able to run longer and longer and longer and longer. Okay. And like everyone, what we all do, we do more, eat less calorie, the calorie deficit, the famous calorie deficit. Okay. Now, here's what happens six months from now. You're going to hit a plateau. Why? Because you can't run any longer. Okay. And you can't run any faster. And you can't burn any more calories that you're already burning. Why? Because your body has adapted to the stress. Because cardiovascular stress is easy to adapt, is easy, the body's easy to adapt to cardiovascular stress versus weight training. Now, here's what happens though. And you you can't lose any more weight. And God forbid, if you eat any less, you're going to starve yourself. This is 2023, ladies and gentlemen, where we are surrounded by food everywhere we go. You could order food within five minutes the tips of your fingers with the phone that you have food is everywhere if this was back in our ancestor days like back in the stone ages the metabolism that you have will be incredibly important why because food didn't come around as often all right now how do you get yourself back out of this this basically what this means is your metabolism has slowed down because you're not eating, you're eating enough for a chihuahua and your weight hasn't went down. And everything that you eat that is outside of your usual eating habit or your eating pattern, you end up gaining a fuck ton of weight. So all of a sudden you're going up and down, up and down like a yo-yo. And you're burnt out, you're stressed out, you're a little bit more agitated, you're sleeping like shit, you're, 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 you're in pain. Your joints hurt and all of a sudden you're stuck and God forbid, ladies, if you eat any more and you get, and you're so focused on the scale, 
God forbid, if that has happened to you, you're going to give up. And therefore, you're a frustrated quitter. So this is what cardio does to your body. When the Cardio is so demanding on your, va on your cardiovascular system that it barely uses muscle to activate. Believe it or not, guys, and all you long-distance fuckfaces and you cyclists, if you guys want to argue with me about, oh, yeah, it requires muscle, we could argue that all day, okay? It doesn't. I'm really sorry. It really doesn't. You don't need that much muscle to, to bike or to run. Okay. Never once have I seen, have I saw a, have I seen a jacked cyclist besides CrossFit? Okay. I'm sorry. So fuck off. All right. Now, when you do too much cardio, it pairs down your muscle and muscle is the most calorically expensive tissue that you could put on your body. Now, basically, what does that mean? Okay. So let's just say if you, I'm taking out my calculator. You adding two pounds of muscle means that you are speeding up your metabolism. Why? Because in order to keep your muscle on you, first off, in order for you to build muscle, you need to feed your body an adequate amount of calories for it to build. Okay. So what does that mean? You have to eat a little bit more than what you're eating now, which is more than a chihuahua. Okay, in order for you to build muscle. And this is one of the biggest, hardest messages I have to give, especially to my, my female clients. Let's just say, God forbid, you gain, so after, for example, after this 12-week course that I give out, you gain um, two pounds, all right? But all of a sudden, you are eating more, okay? So watch this. So the reason why muscle is calorically expensive is because what that means is it requires the metabolism, okay? It requires your body to burn calories while doing absolutely nothing to maintain the muscle that you built. That could be anywhere from, I'm just shooting out numbers here. Obviously, there's no studies that confirm that I don't think there's ever been a study or I don't even know if science could even uh, confirm this, but there's no specific number. But let's just say, um, you are burning 200 calories a day, not doing anything else by doing nothing simply by just sitting there. Okay. 200 calories times seven, that's 1400 calories that you are burning a week just by keeping, just by doing nothing because maintaining that muscle is that expensive. Now multiply that by 4.1. That is 5,740 calories that you are burning just by maintaining that muscle. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is the afterburn effect. So what does that mean? Okay. There is, I believe a calorie, a pound of fat is 3,200 calories minus 3,200 calories. So you are literally burning a pound of fat off you per month and then some. And we are not even including your steady state cardio, which is, you know, parking further away. We're not including what you do in the gym. We're not even including any extracurricular activities that you do. We are simply talking about the benefits of building muscle. But here's the thing, ladies, not gentlemen, ladies, you are going to gain a little bit of weight. What if we build muscle? 
But here's the thing. I'm not going to attest to this. Every single woman that I have trained, there's a woman that I train right now. She's a doctor. I'm not going to say her name. She's definitely a frustrated quitter. Okay, she's actually Pablo's wife. Those who don't know Pablo, I talk about Pablo in my podcast. I've been training Pablo for years now. I finally got his wife to join me. She's a frustrated quitter. She's an avid hit. She's an avid hit train, uh, uh, a hit client. She works out like crazy. She used to work out three days a week, four days a week, sometimes beating the living shit out of herself. And she never lost any weight. She ate like a cat. And this woman and Pablo were three beautiful kids. They go on crazy vacations. Like, yo, like I'm talking like they just went to Italy for like two months, bro. Like they go on, like they make pretty good money. They live a great life, man. They have a beautiful house, beautiful family. They like to spend money on their experiences. And so they should. She was so afraid to gain weight on vacation, especially when you're in Europe, right? And um, she joined me. She, 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 I got her as a client because she's like, you know what? I got nothing else to lose. I've tried everything except weight training. Okay. She is someone who always watches the scale. She always focuses on the scale. And I told her, let's her, let's say her name is uh, Susan. Susan, you can look at the scale all you want, but I'm going to tell you this right now. Within three months of me training you, here's what's going to happen. You're probably not going to lose any weight. If anything, you're probably going to gain a pound or two. And she looked at me and she's like, "That's that, that can't happen. That can't happen, Justin. I said, oh yeah, it's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. And if, and if you don't want this to happen, well, then you could basically not have me train you. And she, she joined, she wanted, she, I trained her. I train her now. I train her no more than two hours a week, which is two sessions a week. Take a guess what happened, ladies and gentlemen. I had her track her calories for one week and I'm saying track everything. And this is a woman who has a pretty stressful job. She's a doctor and, uh, she goes and she eats her chocolate. Oh man, ladies, does she eat fucking chocolate? And so be it. You fucking deserve it, man. She eats her chocolate. I didn't tell her to change anything. I said, all right, cool. Here's what we're going to do. So we calculated her calories and she's eating now. She was eating 1600 calories. Not a lot. Not a lot. A lot of that comes from her chocolate. And she's like, I know I got got rid of chocolate, but I don't want to. I said, okay, cool. Susan, you don't got to fucking get rid of your chocolate, bro. You, you really don't just keep doing what you're doing. Just eat what you're doing, eat how you're eating and focus on trying to hit your protein intake, which I say all the time, which is for starters, 0.7 grams per pound of body weight or so basically to, to kind of simplify that, multiply your weight, ladies and gentlemen who are listening, multiply it by 0.7. And whatever that gives you, whatever answer that gives you is the amount of protein you should be hit, hitting um, per day. So I'll give you an example. I weigh 220 pounds times 0.7. That is 155 grams of protein I should be eating a day. I eat four days, four days, four times a day. 
divide that by four. So I, be, I should be averaging about 38 and a half grams of protein in my meal. Okay. So um, that's just an example for me. And um, so she's been trying to do that. She hasn't been, it's been very hard for her because it's very satiating. Anyways, I'm getting to the point here. We have now been, it's been a month and a half. So a month and a half. So seven sessions in, she just told me yesterday. She just told me, Justin, I don't know if, if this is because of you, but all of a sudden my, um, and keep in mind, she's in her mid forties. Now she's like premenopausal. I don't understand, but my pants are looser. I'm not saying they're looser to like by an inch or by a size, but my pants don't feel as tight anymore. And she's like the most, arguably one of the most skeptical, skeptical women I've ever trained, but she's super fun to train. So Susan, if you're listening, which I know you are, um, you are the best. I love our sessions together, but, and you challenge me and I really do appreciate that. And I'm just like, Hey man, I told you just fucking stick to the program. So all this to say is all you cardiomaniacs who hit the treadmill and, you know, you know, hit the, you know, the, your cardio machines and all that stuff, that's all fine and dandy. But if there's one type of exercise that you guys must prioritize more than the other, it is strength training because it increases your metabolism and your muscle mass. Okay. And you need, so now I'm back to, Back to the speech now. This is just, I'm trying to give out um, explanations from real life people because you never know which one identifies as yourself. Okay. So when it comes to strength training, so let's just say you're following, you want to follow a resistance training program. Focus on the bigger compound movements that will hit multiple muscles in a given exercise. Okay. This will save time in the gym and give you the biggest bang for your buck. Okay. Now, what does that mean? Now, this basically in simpler terms is um, instead of going for bicep curls, I want you to try and focus on squats. I'm not saying bicep curls aren't bad. Nothing's bad. If you are, if you are trying to get in better shape, there's no exercise that is bad for you because you're do, doing something is better than doing nothing. But if I had to choose which exercise is better. I'm always going to go for compound movements, which is what I teach my participants is my 12 week foundation class, right? I walk them through three compound exercises and compound exercises is, you know, use multiple muscles, which basically in other words is a fancier word to say it works your whole entire fucking body. And I'll give you a great example. Squats. It works your core, believe it or not. It works your legs, your glutes, your back, your chest, especially your shoulders. It's a big muscle building exercise. Why? Because it requires your whole entire body to work at the same time. Okay. And the bigger the muscle signal, the better chances that you are going to build more muscle doing that versus a single bicep curl doing in order for, to get the same amount of bang for your buck with a bicep curl compared to a squat it's on. It's not even comparable. It's not even comparable. You're going to have to literally beat the shit out of your arms every single day in order for you to get the, the, the relatively close to the body, the muscle building signal that you get, um, 
uh, doing a full body uh, workout. Actually, you know, studies have even proven this. So there are studies, uh, I believe it came out of the University of Stanford, if I'm not mistaken, or USC. I'm not mistaken. The study was in 2017. And there are very, there are many studies that can prove this. But a great example is body part split versus a full body routine. So body part split is what you do like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And every single day of the week, there's like a different body part. So basically what that means is you are beating the crap out of one body part every single day. So example, Mondays is maybe like leg day and leg day is like leg extension, leg press and uh, caps, right? And you're beating the shit out of them. Now, um, leg extension. So if you guys want to use machines, they're pretty effective, especially if you have no idea what to do otherwise. Um, they're pretty effective. You could build a lot of muscle on that. But like I said, you are sitting down on a machine. Your whole body is chilling except that one specific muscle, which leg extension is the quadricep, uh, leg curls is the hamstring, and uh, calves, well, it's your fucking calves, right? Then Tuesday, it's uh, chest day, which is a very big muscle. So you're doing like a dip, all different types of chest exercises and which are pretty good. And then Wednesday, it's like arm day and you're beating the shit out of your arms, whatever. All that to say, that's a body part split, which is the most popular exercise program in the world, bar none. Okay. Am I trying to say that it's shit? Absolutely not. But the issue is, not everybody could go to the fucking gym five days a week. Okay. So this is where full, if you're able to, then by all means, go right ahead. If you, but this is where the full body exercises come into play. Three exercises that hit every single body part. Okay. And we just did, did this today. Sumo squat. Okay. Sumo squat to upright row. Incline bench press. Okay. Now what the hell is that? Sumo squat. I'm not going to fucking get up and demonstrate it, but basically it's a squat, a type of uh, type of squat. So that includes your hamstrings, your quads, your glutes, all the glutes, your hips, your calves, your back, your core and your shoulders and your forearms. Yeah. Cause you're gripping it. Then sumo squat to upright row. You're the same ex the same body parts I just listed for the sumo squat. Now, upright rows, you're basically lifting the barbell over your chest or right below your nipple line. So that includes your shoulders, your your rhomboids, your back, your whole entire back. Okay, there. And then we move to the dumbbell uh incline bench press, which is your chest, your shoulders, your back, and yeah. And then we finish off with abs, but that right there in one, in one workout program. And it lasted for an hour because I kept talking my mouth off and explaining how to, how to do it and walking through the exercises. You literally just hit your whole fucking body in one hour session. And then you could chill. Um, so this is what I mean by compound exercises. Those three exercises that I just listed are compound exercises and they're incredible muscle building exercises because it requires the whole entire body to work together. Now, when it comes to the weight, 
Okay. Um, I always tell my clients, I just finished telling my clients today. Well, this is um, not by the time this comes out, it's going to be Monday, but it's every Sunday. But I tell them, choose a weight that you can do for a given rep range. So either six to 10, 10 to 15, whatever that allows you to hit the upper end of that rep range, leaving one to two reps left in the tank. So I call this two in the tank mentality. So let's just say, so some of my participants in my 12 week program, they, um, sorry, they, I just got a text from my barber. Yeah. Um, they took this program. They took this workout session that they did on Sunday and they went to the gym and they ran with it. But because I'm not there, it, it, they're kind of nervous of like how much I should do, what I should feel, which is a very great question, right? Because my goal is, you don't, I don't want you to depend on me anymore after the 12 weeks. I want you to go ahead with this program and run it, right? And I always say, when it comes to choosing your lifts, when it comes to doing these lists for the first time, I always go high reps, low weight. Why? Because if you, the more reps you do, the more in tune your body falls into place with that specific exercise. Now, fast forward to when you're experienced and you know how to do this. How do I know if though, if, if, how do I know when to stop? Or like, let's say you're doing like three sets of 12 reps, which is what we did today. Three sets of 10, sorry. How do I know the weight is uh, like the perfect weight? If you feel like the last two reps were like a little bit of a struggle, and I'm not saying like a full-blown fight. I'm saying a little bit of a struggle and you rack it and then you think to yourself, you could have done two more, but those two more would have been like a fight. That's a perfect weight. That's what I call two in the tank. So basically... Let's say you're doing 12 reps just to simplify, just to hit it home even harder. Let's say you're doing squats and you're doing squats. And at the 10th rep out of the 12 rep at, at the 10th rep out of the 12, you're like, Oh man, this is getting pretty tired, but I think I could do two more. And you did the two more and you rack it. Ask yourself, was I able to do two more of that? If that, if the answer is yes. And the, ask yourself, Am I, was I able to do two more of that for the next set? If the answer is yet, keep that weight because we do not want to feel like we're fighting the weight right now. We want to master. We want to practice the skill of this exercise. And you don't want to be that person asking for a spot for a spotter, even though it is totally acceptable. But for those of you who are really afraid to go to the gym, just you working out at a gym is already scary. This is a great way to gauge yourself Two in the tank. All right. That's it. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, uh, lastly, sorry, I almost uh, lost track. Lastly. Okay. Is uh, to create behavior based outcomes. Okay. The biggest issue with people is that they are too focused on the end goal and lose sight of why they should be showing up in the first place. You guys have to understand in order to get consistency, we need to put habits into practice that we can follow week after week, especially when shit happens, which shit will always happen. Okay. Now this is where 
the beauty. This is where the benefits of hiring a coach comes into play, like me. And this is where, like, my 12-week program comes into play. This is the kind of stuff that I help you guys learn. Okay. In order for you to achieve what you want to achieve, you really have to do some soul searching on your end. You are not going to get anywhere in life if you just stay put. And I know I do not want to sound like a motivational speaker at all. I don't. I am going through this myself. For those of you who don't know, I posted an episode, the, very, the, the my first episode of the year, and I said, I got to get this off my chest. I'm not happy at my job. And a little reminder, I am literally quitting my job, Costco, after 14 fucking years in December. And I am pursuing this. I'm pursuing my passion and fitness. Scary, right? It is fucking scary. I got a kid on the way. I have a kid right now. And my wife is going to be pregnant. Well, my wife is already pregnant. And she's going to be on fucking mat leave. Talk about perfect timing, right? There's never going to be a perfect time to get to where you want to be. There's never going to be a perfect time, bro. There's always going to be reasons for you to stay where you want to to be where you want. There's always going to be reasons for you to basically stay still. And the shittiest feeling in the world is knowing just that. And you're not doing a single fucking thing. And when it comes to the fitness industry with everything that is flooding our, our algorithms, it's always beautiful, perfect picture looking babes who are doing compound movements, which is, which is great. But you have no relation to that whatsoever. It's not relatable. It's not, it's not attractive to you. They're focusing on the sexy appearance, the sex appeal, making it look attractive. And for most of you people, it's fucking intimidating. You don't want to do that. And even for those who want to achieve that body, you have no idea how much it takes to even achieve that. But what I'm trying to say is, Social media has done an, an impeccable job at showing what intensity could do for your body, which is aesthetic changes. I get it. But what fitness, what the fitness industry is failing to do, and this is what I think I'm doing really good at, is they are not targeting 99% of the fitness industry, which are people like you who are clueless beginners and frustrated quitters. You guys have to understand, I've been in the industry for more than fucking 20 years. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. 1% of the industry are those with the six packs, are those, the, 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 the supplement freaks, the, the ripped individuals, the, the, you know, the ones who are doing the muscle ups and like all these crazy movements. These are the one percenters. And, you guys automatically have this, this idea that that's, that that's what fitness is. So if you create behavior based outcomes for specific goals like that, no wonder you give up because it's not sustainable. And the issue, the other issue is even if social media is promoting heart health and, and upping your steps and, uh, you know, eating your protein. It's not attractive. Why do you think I have a fucking podcast? 
I have to explain this shit to you. I have to explain this boring stuff because the more I explain it, the more it makes sense. And the more it makes sense, the easier it is for you to sustain, for, for you to obtain. They can't possibly make this look sexy for you in order for you to really hit you in the head, hit you in the face. Like, wow, I got to do that. Right? So the behavior-based outcomes, I'll be honest with you, this is, I was debating whether or not to put this in, but then I realized, you know what? This is a podcast. This is where I get to explain my, my, my case. And this is the beauty of hiring a personal trainer, a coach. Just like me, which ladies and gentlemen, by 2024, by January, I am going to be open for business and I'm going to be my 12 week where if everyone wants, if, if you guys want me as your coach and if you really want to revamp your fucking life and basically not be a, not ever need to have a trainer ever again and not to depend on anyone ever again to achieve your aesthetic or health goals. I'm going to be open for business for the masses online in face as of January, 2024. And we're going to all go through this 12 week foundation program. And it's going to be dirt fucking cheap. My wife, even till this day, is telling me I got to up my prices. But no, I want a price that's going to be so affordable that you guys would be stupid to not invest. All right. So to summarize this, how to get back in shape after you're letting yourself go. Here's a summary. Ask yourself, can you see yourself doing this in six months from now? If not, simplify it down to the point where if you could do it once a week, whatever it is, whether it's walking, uh, lifting weights, or studying a, a certain exercise, or even reaching out for help for starters, for the bare minimum, do that. Okay. Second one, start off easy. For those of you who are going to the gym, no need to max out ever. Start off very light and start off high reps. Don't do it to the point of exhaustion. Remember, start off easy. Your mindset is you must practice this skill. Not just do this, practice it. And when we practice something, the majority of people tend to start very easy. Okay. Second one, uh, the third one, once you fall, once you master this mindset of starting off easy and practicing the skill, this is where you should start following a resistance training program. If you need any help with that, I create programs. Matter of fact, all of my programs, I have seven programs I created and my guinea pigs are actually going through it and they feel amazing. Amazing. And all of these programs are 12 weeks long, which are literally three months. And best thing about this, it's minimum 12 weeks long. If you want to do this one exercise, one day at a time, this 12 weeks could end up being 12 months for you. And they're very affordable. So pay this one-time fee. You get me to illustrate the workouts for you online. And not only is it more than 12 weeks, you could adapt it to your schedule, which comes to the first example, right? Can you see yourself doing this six months from now, right? So that's something. So if you have, if you want to follow a resistance training program, 
always start off light, high reps, no more than 12, and keep that two in the tank mentality, all right? And lastly, create behavior-based outcomes, okay? So stop focusing on the end goal and just focus on showing up on days where you don't want to. Showing up on days that you don't want to creates a more promising chance that you are going to show up more consistently on days when you want to. Okay, if that makes any sense. Sorry about that. Hopefully that, that makes sense. But uh, yeah, now, um, like I said, all this is easier said than done. Trust me when I say I know exactly what you mean. I remember when I retired from track and field, I was training every single day. I, I had a dream to make it to the Olympics and I, I, I didn't make it. I failed twice. And I remember when I retired from my, from my track, um, it was like, I had the all or nothing attitude. And, um, in my eyes, it was like, there was like, if I can't train seven days a week, then I can't train at all. And when I left, I went through a huge, almost a year of not doing anything. And I gained a shit ton of weight, a shit ton of weight. And I was training people. This was in 2016. It wasn't that long ago. And um, I had to basically re rewire my mind from athletic standpoint, performance standpoint to how do I make this sustainable and how do I make this into a lifestyle? Because the, the thing about athletes is when we retire, everything is performance-based. Everything is, there needs to be an end goal. There needs to be an end result. This was by far the hardest challenge of my life. And I still deal with it today. Like, I'll give you a great example. I'm in flag football. I love flag football. <laughs> they just announced that flag football is now going to be part of the Olympics. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to figure out how I can make it into Olympic team in, a, in flag football. My wife is like, are you fucking kidding me right now? But even to make it even more relevant, uh, on my 30th birthday, I think the reel is still in my, in my, on my Instagram. If you guys want to look at it, I announced that I'm going back to track and field and because I miss it. And I, uh, I sat down with my wife and I, I, I planned out the days I had everything planned out, everything planned out my schedule from Monday to Friday. I did it for a week and I just said, no, no, fuck it. And I made a public announcement and it was like, oh, I know if I make a, and you know, people do this all the time. It, it's sad, but it, like, you know, you make a public announcement to make it official. Like every relationship, right? Isn't that crazy nowadays? Anyways, all this to say is ladies and gentlemen, I know exactly what you're going through. I totally get it. It's hard for you to believe because like, oh my God, Justin's in shape. He, he has everything worked out, whatever. Like I, I heard it all. It's a struggle every single day for me. There are days where I don't want to do 
a single thing. I don't even go to the gym. Like I don't go to a public gym anymore. I literally go to the gym at my, at my job. And I do one exercise before work, before both of my breaks. So that's three. And then right after work, I do 10 reps of the same exercise four times in my day. And I've never looked better. I never felt better. People tell us they think I lost weight, but I actually gained muscle. Like I'm 220 pounds. I've never been this heavy, but I've never felt better. There's certain nicks and knacks I got to get rid of, right? My back for one, but um, slowly but surely. But all that to say is I came from a performance-based lifestyle, which was training every single day, training till I fucking threw up, till literally doing very low intensity work, like squats, very light, four times a day. And that has created a huge compound effect in my life. And the best thing is I work five days a week and it takes me no more than 30 seconds. And I know this for a fact because I heat up my, my food. I heat up my food for 45 seconds in the microwave. And by the time I work out, get back to the microwave, there's like 12 seconds left. I'm very, I'm very detailed when it comes to that. So all this to say is, this is easier said than done. And this is why this is important to hire a trainer. A lot of you guys have this, this, this perspective on trainers, like where they, they, you just hire us to beat the shit out of you. You hire us. So we force you to do the things that you don't want to do for X amount of sessions. And then when it comes to renewal, you don't want to do it anymore. Cause it's like, fuck that. I can't do it anymore. That's not my style. Clearly, if you guys have been listening to me so far, this is clearly not my fucking style. And I have thousands of stories I explained over my podcast to relate that are very relatable to each and every single one of you. Okay. My 12 week foundation program is not about that. It's not about to beat the shit out of yourself. It's to basically get your fucking self off your ass and make you understand that doing the easiest things could create compound effects for the future. And to finally build a strong foundation, so strong to the point where it's so easy to maintain. That's it. That's simple. So look, before I start blabbering on more, I'm going to leave it at that. Now, here's what I want you to do. A couple things. Obviously, I want you to give my, my podcast a five-star rating. And drop a comment if you like. The more times you do that, the more apparent it shows up on the platform. That's number one. Number two, please personally show this. Send this to your loved one or friend or family member who feel like they're going through a rut. That would be greatly appreciated. Pre appreciated? Appreciative? If that makes any sense. Sorry. And number three, I said this before my uh, earlier in the, in the episode. I am launching my 12-week foundation program where it is designed to do nothing more but to finally build you a strong enough foundation where it is so easy to maintain once the 12 weeks is done. This is designed to give you the necessary tools you need to achieve the body 
or weight loss or whatever fitness or health goal that you want in a very, very manageable way. So manageable, it's ridiculous. By literally working out once a week with me, okay, one hour a week, and the other hour is where I basically answer all of your fitness questions and concerns. So with that being said, the price of this is going to be incredibly cheap, very cheap for 12 weeks. Okay. So here's what I want you to do. I want you, if you have, if you have my Instagram, hit me up on my Instagram and all I need is I need you to DM me your, your full name and your email address. Either message me on messenger, DM me on Instagram or send me an email at keep it simple, Justin at gmail.com. Okay. So I could set you up, give you the instructions or very little instructions, but there are some instructions to follow. And so once we start in three weeks from now, by the time you get this, it'll be two weeks from now. Sorry. In two weeks from now, we'll set you guys up. Okay. And most importantly, don't forget to keep it simple. Thank you so much.